The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to grow and manage your real estate media business, online at aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O dot com. Coming to you from the makeshift Upmarket studio in the beautiful Ojai Valley of Southern California, this is Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I am the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media. My other co-founder, Mark Corcoran, not here today. Chelsea producing from afar. Actually, I'm recording this like kind of late at night, so Chelsea's probably asleep right now. I know she's a, you know, she's an early riser, so I'm sure she's sleeping. Uh, but before we get into it, I did want to mention PMRE is coming up the photography and media for real estate conference in Las Vegas, early November. Come on, you know, you, we've been talking about it a lot, but guess what? We still have a promo code. It's upmarket 75. If you want to go to PMRE conference, you can get $75 off the price. So why wouldn't you do that? You know what 75 bucks can get you in Las Vegas? So much stuff. Um, so go to PMREconference.com and use the code upmarket 75 when you register and you want to register because not only are there great panelists, great speakers, all that stuff. It's a great, wonderful time to network with your peers. You're going to learn so much just by meeting people and talking with people. But also there's a lot of other opportunities to learn from the stage. And we have one of the speakers here on the podcast today. It's Daryl Stringer, who is a business coach specializing in photography in photography, in real estate photography and architectural photography. He's coming to us from Brisbane, Australia. Daryl, thank you so much for being here. And I think when I was looking at what you're going to be doing at the conference, one thing stood out to me, you're actually going to be offering many coaching sessions for people. And so these are like half hour sessions that you're going to do the couple of days leading up to the conference. And here's what I want to do. If it's okay with you, I want a coaching session right here on Upmarket Podcast. Are you up for it? Let's go. Sure. Okay. Oh, good. Thank you. All right. So coach me, what do I need? Okay. So, I mean, we could just sort of talk about anything at all, but we want to be really specific to <laughs> yeah, what of course. you're looking for. So yeah. my first question then would be, what would you like to focus on? Like what's top of uh, mind for you right now? Oh, I, you know, I, I think I'm going to go with, with the thing that we've been, you know, well, we've been struggling with a couple of things this year. And one of them is just the lack of inventory, but that's, I think, market-based. Um, and so mm -hmm. we've been, we've been continually kind of expanding our client base. And so I think that's been, um, you know, I, I feel pretty good about that. But the one thing that we've really been trying to do is expand our territory, like our physical territory where okay. we're existing so that we're not so focused in where we are in Western Ventura County where we want to break up into Eastern Ventura County, maybe up into Santa Barbara and into, into some other places. So I think that's kind of the thing that's been on my mind of, you know, how do we crack that nut? Okay. Okay. So I guess then it would be, well, what, um, what would you like to get out of this particular coaching session? Because that can be like what you're talking about. It's a really big goal and that's really good, but how will we get to the end of what we're going to talk about right now? And you go, yep. That was great. We, we got, well, we I don't know if you could just solve the problem for me. I think that's what I, that's, that's, that, 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 that's, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Okay. So I, let's, all right, let's do it. 
<laughs> I wish we, those problems could be solved in 30 minutes. And I think that's important to note is that um, the, these are, there's a lot of planning that goes into that and then a lot of action that goes into that. So, I mean, the first thing that you would need to make sure is that you have uh, capacity to be able to sort of expand into those other spaces. So do you have a team that can fulfill that extra territory and those regions? Yeah, we, we do have a team and we, we've, we, we've lost the, you know, we just had someone quit on us recently. And what we've actually done is we've hired people in the areas that we want to, um, uh, expand into, uh, but then okay. those people, once they started working for us, moved to our home base just kind of because, Oh, they're like, Oh, now that I'm working, I, now I can move to Ventura, which is what I always wanted, which is like half an hour away. And we're like, well, well we hired you because you were up in this other area. So, we, but we still, you know, we just have to then pay mileage or whatever. So we can still service those areas. And we do have extra capacity right now in, in terms of what we can handle for sure. Okay. Okay. Um, so I guess then the next part would be what have you done so far in terms of trying to get some clients in there or trying to at least build some connections in those new markets? We have done, um, my business partner, Mark and I, who I know, you know, Mark actually, right? Mm -hmm. I I think you Mm -hmm. worked with him a long time ago when he first started his business is what what he was telling me. Um, is that, uh, we, um, we've done some in-person stuff say in let's right now for the sake of this podcast, let's focus on, uh, you know, Eastern Ventura County, you know, Mark and I have gone up and done the in-person networking things. We've sponsored, you know, realtor events, you know, we've done, we've done all those types of things. And, um, uh, you know, really just kind of shaking hands and we've done some brokerage presentations up there where we've gone to different brokerages and, and done our thing. And we have, we have kind of a, a, um, a preferred vendor uh, deal with uh, with a brokerage in Ventura County that has a lot of offices up there. So we've been able to kind of make some inroads there. But even that is still not where we want it to be because it's not an exclusive agreement. It's just like, oh, use up, you know, we suggest you use up market media and we've certainly gotten some business from it, but it's not, you know, um, not more, not as much as we would hope at this point. Okay. Okay. So what opportunities have you got sort of up in the air at the moment. So it's just about making sure then have you got enough things going on where you're building relationships and things that might turn into some, uh, some really good clients. Um, Mm -hmm. are you building those constantly? More or less. I I feel like we are, I mean, we, you know, and it's in a way it's kind of similar to how Mark and I each grew our businesses, um, in the first place when we were individual, it it was like, it was more word of mouth and like, and you know, you get that, you get that one realtor and then people see it and, you know, and so I think we've done those brokers presentations and then we've gotten, um, you know, a few clients here and there. And then, you know, I think it will, as we go, you know, we will be getting more and more clients there, but it's just, how do we accelerate that process? Okay. Um, do you know why then they're not choosing you? Why are there reasons? Is it around (laughs) pricing, availability, services offered? Do they just not quite understand the value you bring? I think they're intimidated by how awesome we are. I, 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 uh, yeah, I could see that. (laughs) I mean, yeah, right. (laughs) Um, I, you know, I think, my gut is that they have established relationships with photographers already. 
Okay. So it's, I think it's a little hard to break in. And I think we probably are more expensive than some and we're not, uh, you know, not as expensive as others. And like, um, so, and I think in, in Ventura County, and especially since Mark and I came together in Western Ventura County, we are, um, you know, the top dogs and, you know, we're, you know, so we, we don't, we do of course face competition, but you know, we, uh, you know, our value is pretty apparent. Um, I think to, to people, cause we're, we're the only people kind of doing what, you know, all the stuff that we can do. So up there, I think it's a little, yeah, there's just those entrenched relationships. So, you know, yeah. we, and, and we've been really, we've only been, I would say we've been focusing on that for the last six to nine months. Um, and, you know, started kind of, you know, testing the waters up there like a, a year ago, I would say. So. Okay. Okay. Um, so we, it sounds like then trying to replicate those entrenched relationships would be perhaps the opportunity for you. Um, are you creating um, dedicated social media content for agents in those markets where it kind of speaks, yes, we, we're local, we understand you guys up here, we're not just the outsiders trying to crack in? <sighs> Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the nice thing is we, we can always say we're Ventura County real estate, we're Ventura County real estate and it, they are Ventura County. It's just, but there's a, okay. and just geographically though, there's a kind of a divide. There's like a, a big, you know, an eight mile grade that you got to go up that to, to, okay. to get up there. So there's a little bit of a physical barrier, which creates then kind of a social barrier. And, um, and, and so I think when we are marketing, we are talking about Ventura County. And then when we, of course, when we do have big shoots up there or whatever, we're always featuring those in our social media and we're making sure that we, we touch on that. And then we recently started, um, a podcast, uh, devoted mm. to Ventura County real estate with a realtor audience in mind. And so far, because this, it, uh, so many of our connections are West Ventura County. That's who we've kind of had on the podcast and really been speaking to that. Cause that's really our expertise. But part of the goal of that podcast is to really be able to, uh, get some audience uh, up there as well. And so I want to start featuring guests from up there and, and yep. you know, have them share it on social media and all that. We've just been, I think we're five episodes in. So I think, I think, just naturally have wanted to just kind of get our sea legs with the podcast and kind of build a base here. And then, um, and then kind of probably in the fall, start, start pushing it up there as well. Yeah, no, that sounds, I mean, that sounds good. It just, it can take time to build those new relationships, but I think focusing on, like, it sounds like just being much more local and around there, that sounds like the kind of thing that you're doing. I, I love what you're doing there with the podcast. That sounds really smart um are there maybe you've done this already are there like some events or something where you can have a stronger physical presence in some yeah, of those we've, areas and we've, some of those we've done the, we've done those and and i think right now i think we're a little burned out on those because you feel like you know w whenever we've gone it's just been like the dregs agents it's just the ones who are there for the free food and you know yeah. the top producers sure. just aren't there and so okay um it's it's just felt a little like we're banging our heads against the wall and like why are we doing this you know where where I, I think we sponsored like you know we have the caravan where all the uh you know agents meet up they have a little meeting before they go out and see the new houses on the market each week and we sponsored one of those and mark went up there and he's like yeah there were six agents and right. the, I mean, they weren't the, the right people and so you're just like okay this is not what we need to be doing it's a waste of our time because it spends you know three hours four hours going to do that and you know you're not making a connection at all yeah so you've it sounds like you've done a lot of good things um 
and you well, could we pers- have thank you yeah yeah you've done a lot of good things that that I would certainly go with and so I guess the choices there are can you ramp that up or persist with that so how long mm-hmm. can you stay yeah. like what are you prepared to put into this if you're thinking mm-hmm. maybe this is just going to be a hard nut to crack and it's going to take yeah. a little bit more work um on the flip side um do you get to a point where maybe it's now or, or soon where you count your losses and go, okay, maybe that market is not one that we are um, going to put too right. much energy into and yeah. you invest those resources that you've got into areas that are easier perhaps mm-hmm. to move into. Uh, it's sort of weighing that up. Yeah. And I mean, and I think those are, those are good things to think about. And what are, you know, we have a dedicated business coach of our own too, who doesn't specialize in, um, you know, photography or anything, but you know, his point is always like, it's not, you know, you got to go 10 times. It's not, you can't just go twice to these networking events and expect to get, you know, to get a ton of business. And so, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, we're definitely inclined to just kind of keep at it and just keep showing our faces and, and, and and doing that. But, you know, we are a little bit, um, just geographically, you know, because we're on the coast and whatever, we can either go North into Santa Barbara or we can kind of go South into which West East Ventura County is actually kind of South of us. Um, so, you know, we can go that way towards LA and those are, there are two options and Santa Barbara is, you know, just as tough of a nut to crack. And it's actually harder for us to get to just because the there's more traffic and it's logistically, it's actually harder for us to shoot up there. Um, so, you know, if we are going to expand physical territory, unless it's somewhere that's actually completely remote from us, I mean, it's really the only place we can go. Um, so, so I think we have to continue to try. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And that's totally valid. I guess it then comes back to what is it that you're trying to achieve overall? So what is, what is it that you want in terms of a successful business? Um, right. Like what is the reason for wanting to expand? Is that something that is integral to what you're trying to achieve or is it just, well, that's what everyone does, isn't it? Like we all try to expand, but maybe you don't. So maybe there are oh. some choices there. These around are large why. questions you're making me think about. I don't, you know, I don't, yeah. uh, you know, I have to look into my soul for that. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a big ask, Daryl. That's a big ask. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, it is a little bit, oh, that's what everyone does, but it, it, it's also like, well, we, you know, kind of need to make more money from our business, you know, it's like, you know, Mark and I, you know, both have, you know, kids and we're going to, you know, you're looking down the barrel at college and everything else. And you're like, Oh, we gotta, we gotta make some more money. And, and, you know, I think we have, um, a pretty healthy market share in our area and it's hard, you know, I'm sure we can increase it, but you know, it's, it becomes diminishing returns cause you're never going to have a hundred percent. You're never going to have even 50%, but, um, you know, we, we are, you know, I think we're the top. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. we can, it, you know, it just feels like the, you know, it's harder for us to get a new client in our area in a way because we're working with so many of the top agents. Okay. Um, so I think that it's just, you know, to meet our financial goals, it feels like, I mean, we have some other stuff that we have, you know, we have this other side of our business doing podcasts and our course, you know, all these other things that, you know, is a bit diversifying, but I think for the core, like real estate photography business, it kind of does seem like the the way to go. 
Um, okay. I think. No, that, that makes, and again, that makes a lot of sense. It's just sort of thinking through how do you, how do you structure things? I guess the other thing to look at would be, um, is there scope to increase your average order value locally? So can you do more to perhaps like move up from, you know, let's say it's an average of $300 per shoot. Can you wiggle things to get that to an average of 350 per shoot, whether with new services or increased prices or greater efficiencies? Um, within the business. Right. right. Well, you know, I think we can, you know, we just, we raised prices at the beginning of the year. We just actually did another mini little price, you know, uh, rise up. We're always trying to add new products. And, you know, I, I feel yeah. like we are pretty aggressive with that. And like, cool. and, and we are, you know, price wise, we're, you know, we're, I think we aim to be high middle, you know, we don't want to be the most expensive, but we definitely don't want to be the least expensive. And I think we're kind of in that sweet spot right now. Why don't you want to be the most uh, expensive? Good question. I guess we've just, we've kind of just thought that that's where our clients are, okay. you know, that, that we are, that we are not positioning ourselves as luxury because um, okay. we're not that interested in shooting, you know, the 10, 15, $20 million houses. Um, you know, we're, we're not in it for that. We, we much prefer the, you know, the, the, just the track three bedroom, two bath tract house that someone does a full package on, you know, okay. uh, where they're doing video, 3d photos, aerials, you know, that's, that's really where we're, you know, the stuff that we want to do more of because we can send okay. our staff to do it where, you know, where it's the yep. luxury stuff. The expectation from the client is that, well, it's Marguerite is going to be there. And, you know, and part of our goals, which I should tell you is like, you know, I recently just had to start shooting again cause we lost some, um, uh, of our staff, but I hadn't been shooting for like the last six to nine months. And so, and I have zero interest in shooting real estate photography. I much okay. prefer, you know, the business side of it. And, and I think Mark would like, Mark still enjoys shooting, but I think he would like to, to dial back a bit too. So that that's okay. part of the goals of our business. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's just thinking about, you are sort of saying that you're the, the big kahuna in your local market and whether you need to align your pricing with that or, Maybe there's scope to align a sub-brand along those sort of higher market oh, like what lines. You, like what do you mean? So like make a luxury side and then make kind of a yeah, you know, like people side? like you know how you know how Toyota has the Lexus brand, right? So can you make a Lexus version of what you do where you only target that higher end, and you just have people dedicated for that side of things? While you know you can still keep those lower price stuff for the other things. And so therefore you're creating specialist packages that address the the wants and desires of the luxury end of the market. If that's the area that you're sort of missing out on at the moment and can sort of maximize something there. Mm. Well, that's, that's, that's an interesting idea. Hmm. Um, that will we, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss that. I'll discuss yeah. that with Mark. Sure, sure, sure. And I guess then the other one would be, um, is there scope for you in any other industries or is that something you have tried or do or don't want? Uh, you know, our business coach is always honest. Uh, yeah. How can you diversify your business? You know, and, and we're both a little bit like, oh my God, it's just, you know, that's not where, I think that's not where we want to go just because it feels like, you know, whenever we've done photography or video for it's just it, for other industries, it just is a, a pain. And, and I think because we're also Mark and I want to step back from shooting, it's hard to, to send our team out to do that stuff. 
And that, that's, that's part of it, right? Is we're kind of all in on the real estate side. And so therefore, if we are, then our diversification is actually just expanding, <laughs> you know, to get yep. more clients that, that insulates us from, from, um, slowdowns in the market rather than, you okay. know, pivoting to, to something else. Yeah, yeah, sure. And that's totally, absolutely valid. Um, no, that sounds good. I mean, I think it is good to diversify. So I think um, right. others that you've spoken to are, are really wise there because it it opens you up in case the real estate market slips. Um, mm-hmm. You've still got that scope there, but it's not something you have to do. Um, I guess then, so then we're sort of then back to um, where we started in terms of persisting in continuing to build those Mm -hmm. relationships. It might be a hard slog, um, but it just might be something to continue to do what you're doing, which sounds really good, um, Mm -hmm. and just try to ramp up that that visibility in those local markets. Mm -hmm. And do you have like, you know, specific suggestions on things that, that you've seen other businesses, you know, succeed in, in, you know, how they're cracking into, to new markets like that? It's a matter of, I think, knowing the market. So mm-hmm. understanding where are those agents in those areas, um, like where are their eyes, like what are they seeing? Um, are mm-hmm. they all active on Instagram? Are they going along to the local realtor association events? Are they in BNI? Are they, you know, the day just wait for someone mm-hmm. to come by with donuts and is that all there? <laughs> sort of shopping right, for right. at their office. Like know your market and and then ramp up that in a way that you can scale. Yeah. I mean, that's that. And, and I think that's kind of what, you know, why it's been a little bit uh, vexing is maybe the, the wrong word is because I do feel like we have been doing the right things, mm. it, but it just, maybe it's just, you know, again, like doubling down on those things and like, okay, we have the podcast now let's really try to, you know, make it, uh, appeal more to that area and not just uh, the area yeah. where we're comfortable in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, right. That's good. um, you know, and I think you go in with the best of intentions and then, you know, it's, it's just hard, you know, as with anything in life, it's just hard to sustain it. And so when you, you know, I, and for me to get up to those networking events, it's like usually an over an hour drive. And it's just mm. like, after you do that five times, you're like, why am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. we're not even yep. getting any, you know, so it's, it's really easy to get, to get frustrated by it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It, it may be possible or oh, sorry, it may not be maybe more than possible, but it may be doable, um, to define when is there a point where you will cut your losses in those areas. Right. So maybe you, maybe it's based on a timeline. Maybe you say, all right, let's give it another 12 months and then we'll mm-hmm. pull out. Um, let's, or maybe right. it's based on, okay, well, let's make sure we get a certain number of jobs out of there or we're going to pull out. Mm-hmm. So it's just making sure that you've got an out because otherwise right. you can persist with it. It's that loss of that thing of diminishing yeah. returns. Yeah. Well, and then I, and the nice thing is I don't feel like we'd have to, you know, ever pull out of it because it's close enough that we can send people up there. It's just a matter of, you know, we just would, you know, yeah, stop marketing, you know, to, to those people. And it's like, and I feel like in, like, for instance, in Santa Barbara, we don't really market up there, but we still, you know, we get clients up there and, you know, not, not as much, but, um, you know, word of mouth spreads. You know, one thing that we've, we've thought of, and I'm wondering, um, and it, it feels like maybe we're, our, our company's just a little still on the smaller side, but of actually hiring like a dedicated salesperson who can go to like these, these kind of, um, networking things and, and kind of make the rounds all the time. Have you seen, um, is, is that something that with clients you've worked with that you've seen a bit of and, and how's that worked out? 
Mostly I see it in terms of like online engagement. Uh, that uh-huh. was just been so far for a lot of people. That's an easy thing. As you found, it's, it's hard to have someone unless they're local doing that, mm-hmm. that traveling and so forth. Right. But that does sound like a really smart way to go about it. If you can make the numbers work for you, uh, yeah, then well, exactly, that would yeah. make a lot of sense. Yeah. I can see that really working very well. Maybe you have some kind of thing set up where it's an incentive program or something based on number sure. of sales, or maybe it's just a flat wage and everybody wins, but mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be a pretty smart investment. Good. All right. I think we will. Okay. I'm going to double down. We're, we're going to double down. We're not, we're not, we're not pulling out. So I think, but I think this is, this is good. This is, this makes me feel like we're, we're doing the right thing. So, yeah. um, yeah, you should so be. I appreciate you that. Are. Okay. Okay. God, this podcast is working out really well for me. I'm really, really liking this. <laughs> so um, we're gonna so we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna have our social media sidebar uh, with Daryl, and then we're gonna come back. And Daryl's gonna talk about what he's gonna talk about at PMRE, and in in I think that's gonna be you know these these concepts are gonna be helpful to all of us in terms of helping to build our business. And then man, he's this guy. He's already told me he's got a bunch of action items. So we're gonna choose like the best one to share with the audience and we'll be back in just a second. The area has been rolling out new stuff all summer long. So many new things in addition to some big other news, but you know, so many on the product side. So many new enhancements. We got mileage, we got payroll, we got all this kind of stuff you can do. And I know they're actually rolling out a bunch of new stuff coming this fall as well. We just beta tested uh, a new interface for the listing and the order pages. I'm going to kind of mush all those together and it's going to be so nice. Chelsea walked did a walkthrough the other day and she is not here, but uh, she did tell me it was pretty great. And so we're excited about that. So look, Aereo has all the features that you need to help your real estate media business thrive. Um, we love it. Still using it. Everyone should be. And if you want to try it out and you're a new user, you can get 15 free bonus listings. Oh my goodness. So many bonus listings. Go to Aereo.com, use the code upmarket and every new user gets 15 bonus listings. is in the air finally been a long hot summer so you know what that means it's time to break out the pumpkin spice floor plans oh baby second floor app that's where we can get all kinds of floor plans and i think pumpkin spice is probably going to be on the menu this fall i'm excited for that you know everyone everywhere always talking about floor plans it is the number one thing that realtors are now coming to i think expect uh, it kind of, uh, you know, in all their media and the stuff that they put out there. So one great way that you can get in and you can start providing low costs, low cost, quick floor plans for your clients, the second floor app. I mean, look, they have a really spiffy app. You just walk through and instantaneously you can get a finished floor plan to your realtor. You don't even have to go home and upload it. This technology is so impressive. It's so great. If you want to give it a try, you can get a free month if you go to secondfloorapp.com backslash upmarket. Oh man, you get a free month and you can do all sorts of floor plans. It's so low cost, so efficient. You are going to love Second Floor App.
All right, social media sidebar. We are a market pod of across, you know, the big ones. Facebook, that's not a big one. Come on, it's all about Instagram. We're, we're not even on, I keep saying we're gonna be on TikTok. We're not on TikTok yet, but guess what? Action item accomplished. I am on LinkedIn now, personally. Finally, I'm on LinkedIn. Connect with me there. So far, it's horrendous. What a terrible, terrible social network LinkedIn is. I I have not seen any value whatsoever yet. So please get on there. Show me what the value is. The interface looks like it's from 2007. Um, You know, very disappointing. I'm used to the slick. I'm used to the slick social networks. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Anyway, but follow us on MarketPod. And guys, please, would you just, just finally, would you just subscribe to this show? Give us a five-star rating. Write us a review. Those are things you can help your buddies out here at UpMarketPod. And Daryl, I know you're going to be doing all those things. You're going to rush out right after this podcast. You're going to rate, review, subscribe, all those things, of course. But yes. in the meantime, if someone wants to see you on social media, where are they going to find you? And your website as um, well. Yeah. So on all the socials, I'm at Build a Photo Business. Oh, so nice. Just the same everywhere and for the website is easy build a photography business.com okay and all right and so then are you so uh, in australia do you have any like weird social media things where you use like some platform that we've never heard of or you said just on all the big ones that that's the same in the states yeah we've just got we pretty much copy uh the us in that <laughs> way we don't have anything special Oh, all right. Well, sorry. I was, I thought there was maybe some, you know, down under uh, social network, but I guess not. Um, um, and so what for your business and so you, so you're really a coach. So you, do you do real estate photography yourself at all? Um, I did. So mm-hmm. I was shooting all the time from 1998 to 2015. Okay. Wow. So I did right. 17 years running my own business, having multiple team members working all over the place, working all right. of that, uh, sold the business in 2015 and mm-hmm. moved into this because I, I really enjoy the training and the support. Um, right. that's something I love. I love doing. <laughs> right. Well, um, so then what are you, what, you know, what's your social media strategy? I mean, what are you like, what are you posting and like, how often are you posting? And are you finding that that's a, you know, it, it helps really drive a business for you? Yeah, it, um, so I'm trying to post at least once a day. Sometimes I'll ramp up more than that. Um, but trying to post at least once a day, trying to be as helpful as I can. So, right. One thing, like one thing I see from a lot of photographers is that it can be very self-promotional. Right. Which isn't really that exciting for other people. We think it's great for us, but other people see it time and time again. And it's like, and that's why they don't engage with those posts. So I try to make the vast majority of mine something that someone can see and go, hey, that was actually helpful. Um, And that way it sort of benefits them. And hopefully that they sort of stick around and continue to see my stuff. But I mean, even if they don't, I consider that a win if I've been able to somehow help and encourage and give something right. to a photographer who was, you know, struggling a little bit with the, the business side of things. Right. Well, I think that's a really good point. And I think that's something we can all take to heart that, uh, that you know, and we we have talked about that a bit of, of uh, you know, how are you providing value 
um, to your followers, right? And and the more value you can bring, the the more you know people are gonna want to follow you. And, and and you know, and we do kind of trumpet like, oh, look at this new listing, look at these cool photos we did. And I do think that actually does if for you know a realtor audience. Um, that does kind of bring some value because they are seeing what the new stuff that's on the market. They are, you know, getting, you know, and, and for your clients, it, it is showing them to, you know, showing their new listing off to, you know, a large audience. So I think that is helpful. But, um, you know, I, I think we, we probably could be better at, you know, giving out tips for, for, you know, business tips to realtors. And I think, and, and, you know, and that's really what's driven our new podcast, which is also, which is real VC. If anyone wants to listen to it, if you really want to have a deep dive into Ventura County real estate, but, uh, it's probably more instructive to say, Hey, you know, this is maybe something you could think about doing in your own market, uh, making a podcast designed for your clients. Um, but you know, that's where we're really trying to bring value. You know, where it's yeah, kind of like, you know, we're, we're, we're coming in and, and, and really, you know, give, trying to give business tips, just trying to talk about the things. And, oh, by the way, it's produced by a marketing media and it's hosted <laughs> by me. So it's, you know, we, we really try to not be too self-promotional with it. Yeah. Good. Um, all right. Well, I think that's some good advice. I love it when we have some good advice in the social media sidebar. I appreciate that, Daryl. Cool. All right. So we're going to, we're going to come right back and we're going to talk about PMRE and we're going to have some action items to end this thing. All right. All right, Daryl Stringer, you are flying all the way from Brisbane, Australia to Las Vegas, Nevada to come to PMRE. That is a trip. So it better be worth it. What the heck are you going to be doing at PMRE? What are you talking about? What's all the stuff you're going to do? Okay. So um, in terms of the presentation, uh, the title of what I'm going to be speaking on is uh, Building a Resilient Photography and Media Business in an Unpredictable World. So, ah, uh, yeah, perfect. So it's got, I mean, that's a, wow. That sounds awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a big topic, but I think it's an important one to to kind of build into and and sort of use. So, I mean, we obviously know that there's a lot of crazy stuff going on that's impacting on real estate media companies. So, it's a matter of like, obviously, we need to be alert to what's happening in in that regard today. We also need to be aware of what's possible in the years ahead um, and making smart business decisions around that kind of stuff is really good. But much of what is ahead of us is, is, I mean, by nature, unpredictable. We just don't know what's actually really going to happen. So I think the best thing that we can actually do then is just to invest our time into something that is entirely predictable and that's ourselves. So, and our businesses. So we. (laughs) Well, speak for yourself. I'm very unpredictable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we can still control. I'm just going to move on from that. We control what what we do. um, And so that's the only thing that we can control. So that's why I really wouldn't waste too much time on, on the things that are uh, outside of our control. We, I mean, we just can't do anything about what's going on out there anyway. All we can do is just give, a hundred percent towards setting up and doing business that attracts the kind of people that we want to work with, um, and also the mm-hmm. kind of work that we want to do. So what we're going to do, uh, during my presentation is, is first of all, um, help each other, help each photographer, 
uh, identify what's really important for them. Um, and that's going to be mm-hmm. different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to talk about what it means to focus on the things that we control and not get distracted by all the noise and all of the other crazy mm-hmm. stuff that's easy to get sort of dragged away by. And then thirdly, we get clear on how that impacts on how photographers run their own business, how they manage their time, how they respond to the threats mm-hmm. facing their business, um, both now and moving into the future. And then as they go through all of the other uh, amazing sessions that are going to be happening at the PMRE conference, they'll be able to pass what they learn through this filter of, well, first of all, what aligns with the direction they want to go with their business. And then mm-hmm. secondly, by focusing on the things they control, I think they're going to see the opportunities um, that are in front of them rather than the barriers. We can often see like, oh, what's going to happen here? And that's kind of be a bit of a barrier and we kind of don't Mm -hmm. move a certain way. Whereas what we need to be seeing is the opportunities that are there. Um, And I think if we do that, I think that will set photographers up really well to maximize this conference in terms of what they learn while they are there. um, And then the work that they then put in their business um, afterwards. So Mm-hmm. I think this talk together with the conference as a whole, uh, I think it'll be really valuable. It'll kind of oh. flick a switch, I think, for a lot of photographers. I think a lot of us will, a lot of us tend to focus too much on what other people want rather than on what we want. Mm-hmm. And so when we make that switch, I think it will not only make uh, the photographer's work more enjoyable because we'll be doing the things that we actually love doing and brings a lot of joy to our work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it will help the photographers deliver the best work they've ever done because they'll be doing the things that they want to be doing both creatively and um, and personally as well. So mm-hmm. that's it. Well, yeah, I mean, and that really resonates with me because I, you know, I, I presented last year and I was, and I really, you know, talked about, you know, it was more about scaling your business to have a better life. And that better life can mean anything for any of us, right? It's kind of figuring out what your big why is and then, you know, structuring your business in such a way that, that you are finding that fulfillment. And, and so I think that, that really, so that really, what you're saying really, really resonates with me. And I'm, I'm excited to hear your, your, your take on that. And I think, you know, you're not, it doesn't sound like you're covering exactly what I covered. So I think there's, you know, um, you know, a, a lot of room. I mean, that topic could just go on for days and days and days. So I think there's, there's a ton of room there. Well, that's going to bring a ton of value, but I think there, the, the even more unique this year for, for attendees and for, and I don't think a presenter has ever done this, but the conference itself is November 8th and 9th, but you are going to be there on the 6th and 7th as well, I believe. And what are you going to be doing on those days? Yeah. So I'm going to be doing, um, free one-to-one little coaching sessions with anyone who's there and who attends. So we will sit, we will sit down (laughs) Somewhere, I think, uh, I think they were talking about the Silverado Lounge. So we'll just take a seat. Oh, the Silverado yeah, I know, I, I know the Silverado Lounge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and just go through similarly to what I just went through with you earlier, because going to some of these conferences, and I've been to many business conferences where you get all this great stuff in your head, and there's awesome ideas, and you see awesome people doing great things, mm-hmm. but it's hard then to figure out how do I apply that within my own business. Right. So Mm -hmm. what I want to do is just actually be there on location, helping photographers go, well, okay, I saw this thing that this other photographer is doing, or I had this great idea. Is that going to work? Or how do I do this when I get back home again? And just try to help photographers get really well set up 
and clear on what they need to be working on to make the most of the things that they've learned and um, encountered while they're there. Wow. Well, and then how, so, but do we need to, do people need to book that time ahead of time? So, and, yeah. how, and how can yep. they do that? Yeah. So if they go to the workshops page on the conference website, um, they'll be able to find me listed there and there will be link there through to my uh, scheduling calendar. And they can just go through the calendar and look at available times and pick any time that kind of suits for them. And, and that's it. Then we'll just arrange to meet at that time on, uh, somewhere at the conference. Wow. That, we'll that, that's chat. incredible. And, and it's free. And so you yep. don't even, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the, the crazy part, man. Um, I, I, you know, man, I think that is just a tremendous, tremendous value. I, I'm not going to take a spot because I feel like we just, we just had that. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to leave it for everybody else, but I think that's going to be in, in, incredibly, incredibly popular. Now, have you, have you been to one of the conferences before? Is no, this is my, oh. my first time to the States ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you're going to Las Vegas first. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely a window. It's definitely a window into, uh, in, into America. So yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'll leave far away from like South Point Casino. It's going to be pretty jam packed. So that's about all I'm going to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, that you're going to have a very interesting vision of what America is then, I think, you know, uh, and, and that's that actually, that, that I really find that amazing. So uh, that's, 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 that's great. Well, um, uh, yeah. So you're not going to, I mean, you're going to see a little bit more of Las Vegas probably. I mean, maybe, I mean, you might cruise down the strip or something. Sure. We'll see what happens. Sure. <laughs> Anything's possible. Anything's yeah, yeah, possible. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but are, is there anything similar in, in, in Australia for, uh, you know, photographer, you real estate photographers or anyone to, to meet no, up? No, not specific for, for real estate photographers. We have like photography generally things, but they're generally mm -hmm. more about your weddings and portraits. Sure. Um, there's nothing for what we do. Right. Well, and, and, it is kind of interesting because I, I, I just anecdotally from, from kind of seeing on, um, you know, on social media, it seems like so many of the, the videographers and photographers in Australia have always been kind of pushing the envelope on, uh, stylistically. I mean, I feel like there's a, a like a, a ton of good work coming out uh, of Australia. Um, and I don't know, you know, why that is in particular, but you know, it's all, it, it's like, I think, you know, people were doing the day to night transitions before anyone else down there. And I, you know, I don't know, uh, like have, have you, you know, do you see a difference? I mean, do you think there's any, I mean, is there a reason why in Australia it feels like, or am I just crazy? No, no, I think you're right. Um, I mean, professional real estate photography started here pretty early. Um, so like I started in 1998 right. um, and it was, you know, there were quite a few sort of people around doing that here, just shooting on film way mm -hmm. sort of back then. I think it might've got so big here because of the, the high value of real estate here mm -hmm. in the major capital cities. Um, right. So r real estate really expanded. Um, and I think perhaps, yeah, just thinking about the other thing then, the difference here is that, it's the homeowners who pay pay for the marketing, not the real estate oh, agents. Oh, really? 
Oh. So it's therefore a whole lot easier because the return then is so much bigger. So if you're selling like an $800,000 home and you're getting most of that $800,000, then it makes sense to spend $400 on professional video and photos. Whereas the real estate agent, like they make sort of 2.5, 2.8%. If they were paying for it, I mean, the money's still there, but it's not quite the same. So it makes it really easy then for agents to say, hey, we've got a photographer. We think you should get all of these services. Mm -hmm. And people, homeowners are obviously really proud of what they have in their home and they want it to look amazing and they want to look at make it look better than their neighbours. So that's why they'd be quite happy to spend a whole lot more. And so when you've got that that marketing budget there, you can therefore push forward and do a lot more with your services. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because that's, you know, that, that goes counter really to, you know, the kind of marketing angle that we've, we've really taken over the last couple of years is where, you know, we really, um, have, you know, think of ourselves as realtor marketing. We don't even think of ourselves as marketing real estate. And, uh, because we don't, I mean, you know, and I've said it on this podcast a few times, but I'll say it again. I mean, you know, when we're doing brokerage presentations, I mean, I, I talk about literally to them, I'm like, you know, it's really, we don't, it's not about us selling this listing that we shot for you. We don't even care if it sells or what it sells for. Our metric of success is if you get another listing, right? That's when we know we've done a good job. That's really good. Because the house, if it's, if it's priced appropriately, is going to sell no matter what, right? Whether you have one photo or a hundred photos or, you know, whatever, um, the, you know, but really then you are making the opposite argument. If you're having to pitch the homeowners, it's like, you're going to get more value for, you know, you're going to, you know, if you spend a thousand dollars with us, well, you're probably going to see a return of 10 to $20,000. Yeah. But it's the agent making that sell. And the agent knows that the good marketing helps them. Yeah. Right. Right. They're really (laughs) incentivized. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So they're pushing really hard to get the best marketing campaign because they know it brings more listings to your point. Well, but but do they, but then, um, do they ever cover the, I mean, is that, can that do, do, can homeowners negotiate that into the deal for the, for the agent to pay for the photos? Cause I feel like there are some agencies that will include the marketing fee. They tend to be the ones that go for the budget services, Uh Uh you know, which is kind of funny. Um, but no, typically it's the um, it's the homeowner paying for everything, and it can be quite expensive for them to get because they have to pay for not just the marketing. And then there's the listing on the major websites here, which can be quite expensive mm-hmm. to list on. So the marketing budget needs to be or can be quite high for the homeowner, and they generally mm-hmm. pay for it. Well, but then what is so? But then are they you know? Typically, because I think here the rule of thumb is that you're paying, even though rate, the uh, commissions are completely negotiable and there's no standard, is what the agents say to me. But I think it's typically five percent, and it's two and a half to the selling agent, two and a half to the the buyer's agent. Is that a similar commission rate to what is normal in Australia? Yeah, except we don't have too many buyers agents, so normally the homeowner works directly with the selling agent. So therefore there's just the selling agent fee, which is in the region of sort of 2.5, 2.8% and that's it. So, Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. So the, the commission is half. So then, you know, when, when the, so yeah, yeah, that makes, that makes sense. So it's probably actually still, even if you're paying for all these other things, especially as home prices are creeping up and up and up, it's probably still cheaper 
it costs you less in Australia to sell your house than it would in the States, you know, where, you know, all those marketing services are included, but you know, it probably doesn't hit 5% of the total value of the house. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Oh, that's, that's really, really interesting. Um, well, yeah, that makes sense then that you, that, 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 yeah. Cause you've been doing it. So you were, you used to shoot on film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, what was that like? Oh, that was lots of time spent waiting around at, at shopping malls for film to be processed. So like in terms of efficiencies, efficiency was like zero. So it was really hard. Well, and then, and then what would you do? So you would get the negatives back and then you would make prints off that or what? I mean, actually, what was the process? I I don't don't know. We usually don't talk about tech stuff on this podcast, but I actually find this kind of interesting to talk to someone who was doing it back then. So so initially it was, um, no, no, it was just like six inch by four inch prints that we would Mm -hmm. get back. Um, And then they started providing scans of them around sort of maybe 2000. So then we'd get the prints and we'd get the CD from the printing lab Mm. and, uh, I think we would then copy the files off the CD onto something else to transfer it to another CD to send to the agent. And then we would physically drop it off at their office right. and then go on to the next one. Oh my goodness. Uh, so oh. yeah, when digital came along, we switched to digital in 2003 and that was a godsend. Uh-huh. That was the best thing ever. Oh my God. Yeah. I can- <laughs> oh well but but at the same time you know the logistics of it were hard but then you weren't really you know there was nothing you could really do in post like you weren't you know erasing trash Mm -hmm. cans and you weren't you know you couldn't futz with all the the stuff so you really had to to make sure that you were getting in camera you were getting what you needed in camera yeah for sure yeah yep that's right wow yeah i'm Um, glad those days were done but it was a good learning experience and if going back to what you said earlier we were every day we were in their offices making face-to-face connections with our clients and with others in the office. So right. in terms of relationship building, um, mm-hmm. it was a dream. So right. Pros and cons. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, and, and that's what um, actually, you know, for, you know, as we're growing our business, as I've stepped back from, um, you know, shooting so much is I have, you know, I really have to go to those networking events because otherwise I have no FaceTime with clients and, you know, and I'm like, you know, within our company, you know, the best salesman. So I, you know, I really need to be like actually talking to people. Um, and so, you know, we've really done, um, and we kind of went off the rails over the summer cause you know, you have a kid and the summer gets away from you, but, you know, I've been trying to take clients out for lunch and, you know, go to all the, 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 the networking events. But, you know, that is the thing that I miss is having that, that FaceTime with the clients and, you know, and I've just noticed even just on the few shoots I've done lately, you know, I get to have that connection and then, I'm, you know, already it feels like, you know, we can, we're getting more from that than, than yep. you know, I, I think when I'm out shooting, I bring more value than if we had an employee out shooting and the same with Mark and Mark is still out shooting a lot and he can schmooze the clients. Um, mm. so, you know, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. 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 There's definite value there for sure. It's can be hard work, but it's, it's a good move. Yeah. 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 In fact, I almost have to buffer in, you know, 15 minutes of, you know, you know, talking with clients in in the schedule to make sure that, that, you know, if I'm, if I am tight, have tight appointments, I, you know, I need to have that time to, to be able to actually, you know, yep. uh, do my spiel and stick with the, with the realtor. Um, 
Do you miss shooting? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's um it's it's nice to get out when I can. I I very rarely do, but yeah, I do miss it a lot. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. Oh, oh, interesting. Um, but then shooting architecture specifically, or, I mean, you know, when you go out shooting, what do you shoot now? Oh, um, not a lot. So, um, I'm certainly not shooting homes and things. It's more just personal projects, maybe landscapes, family portraits, you know, just in my own family, things like that. So. All right. Um, all right. Well, I think, uh. Let's do some action items. Um, I'm going to, this, this one feels like a cop out. I'm going to go first. I'm going to, cause I know yours is going to be awesome. So, uh, uh my, my <laughs> well, mine is awesome too. Let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially when you hear what it is. Um, but, and it does feel like a cop out, but I think my God, this is what an opportunity. And this is specifically for people who are going to PMRE, but here's the action item get there early so you can get in and, and get one of Daryl's coaching sessions. I think that, (laughs) you know, do yourself a favor, um, because having that, that, um, you know, valuable one-on-one time with someone who is experienced and as thorough, um, and, and you saw the questions he was asking me and, you know, there were a few moments where I had to actually really think about it. Uh, and as you guys know, from listening to the podcast, we think about our business all the time and, you know, and I think Daryl was framing it in a way, um, that I hadn't necessarily, you know, always taken the time to think about that way. So I, you know, I could already see a tremendous amount of value there. So if you can get to Las Vegas a day or two early, you're going to be able to have the free opportunity to sit down with Daryl for half an hour. So I really highly encourage you to take that opportunity. All right, um, Daryl. Thank you. That was very generous of you. Um, just, uh, I will be there on the Friday as well, and I will have some spots through the Wednesday oh, and Thursday. Okay. So uh-huh. there's plenty of opportunity. Um, so, um, okay. So it's not just the two days b- before uh, ahead yep. of time. Yeah. Okay. I'll be there from, I'll make myself available from the, I think even from the Monday through to the Friday. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Incredible. So, Incredible. Yeah. Okay. Um, quick action item. Um, I think it goes back to kind of related to what you were talking about earlier as well. Um, I think you were really good with this, uh, invest in your business. So whether that's going to the PMRE conference, whether it's, um, hiring another team member, um, as you were speaking about doing potentially, whether it's hiring a business coach, um, whatever it is, all of those things will deliver a really strong, um, ROI. Um, I think it's really funny that, uh, photographers can complain about clients who don't want to pay for services that we know would mm -hmm. help our clients. Um, but then we kind of do the same thing with our own business when we try to do everything, uh, on the cheap. So don't go cheap. We're all a bunch of, we're we're all a bunch of hypocrites. I mean, it's it's a human nature. I think it's human nature. It is. So I think, yeah, invest in your business. Um, it will come back to you for sure. All right. And it, and that doesn't have to be a, a finance. I mean, it, 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 it can be financial of course, but mm. it can also just be emotional capital, time capital, all the, you know, there's lots of different capitals that you, you can invest back into your business. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, Daryl, that was awesome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to uh, get to know you a little better uh, uh, at PMRE. I'm excited that you are going to set foot in America, uh, in Las Vegas and, and, and live at South Point Casino. 
that tickles me to no end. Um, I, I, and Daryl, thank you so much. Really appreciate you taking the time. Really appreciate your, your kind words of advice and encouragement. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you. And thank you everyone for listening. And let's see you at PMRE. Use the code OutMarket75 through the end of September uh, uh, to get 75 bucks off your ticket. Thank you. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Studios. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. Thank you so much for listening, and we really hope you listen to the next one, too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to shoot any Friday night Twilight shoots. Thank you for everything. Thank you.